All right, you guys ready to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll jump. All right, that everyone was... jump on one. There's my fucking eardrums. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is oh, just I'm a freaking depressed, baby. I'm freaking depressed, baby. Right, so <clears throat> you guys have just included your business in Marigold's guest room, Marigold's and Cal's guest room, to tell the board and Cal about your interactions with the Ogi, leaving out that, uh, leaving out the details involving Team Weasel, uh, not wanting to get them in trouble, possibly because. They didn't get you in trouble and didn't weasel out on you. Um, oh, I get it. <laughs> Team Weasel. Um, um, <clears throat> because they didn't rat you guys out. Uh, perhaps you were returning a favor to them. Um, you guys have called a meet. I'm going to stop playing my dice. Um, you guys have called a meeting with the board and Kelamel Hermesales, your new expedition team member um, to speak on a matter which you did not fully disclose at the time. You find yourselves uh, you find yourselves where would you find yourself right now? I'm trying to think. Um, Hightower is evacuated still. Um, there are some peripheral things going on around there so they must have some place to stay right now. I'm assuming there is a... Hmm. There has to be some sort of embassy. Um, they set up the treaty tent to camp out in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. In the gold quarter, there is a, a an embassy for more mercantile associates involved with the dealings of Bailiff. Um, and that is where they're set up right now. Out of a, a fancy almost... Uh, in style uh, building, but it is fully run by the uh, um, heads of the bailiff government. So in it resides private meeting rooms, which you have arranged yourselves in today. A small uh, red stone and dark oak room with fine, but not art Artistically, artistically ambitious paintings on the wall. Those <laughs> like hotel paintings. Hotel <laughs> paintings that uh, uh, depict or um, d uh, uh, bestow class upon the room, but uh, not much beyond that. <laughs> not the least to a discerning eye of the arts. Uh, Can I roll to criticize the paintings? What? <laughs> <laughs> <Fine. laughs> Hmm, I'm an artist now, and I'm gonna look at these paintings. <laughs> There's not a single animal in these. Not a single cute animal in these paintings. Bad artist. <laughs> you find yourselves at a uh, finely carved and uh, a finely finished uh, dark wood table. Um, you are. Hmm. Where 
So you guys are having a meeting with the board and Cal, so I'm presuming that Cal is on the other side of you guys right now, sitting next to Ordain and looking back at you guys. <laughs> so it is four on one side, four on one side, the board and Calamel, and on the other side, the OG, the original uh, expedition party of Sludge, Marigold, and Terramine. <clears throat> Um, you began telling your story and were provided uh, complete silence by the other side who looked on and intently listened to your story with little reaction providing little reaction for you to uh, remark upon or presume (laughs) you told your story about how you came to the broken uh temporary bridge that was put in place temporary <laughs> um, the temporary bridge that was put in place for this for the original caravan that you were guiding along the woods investigating it you found massive beasts um, um, you found uh, massive markings of beasts and well uh, you followed them into the woods to find a pit of giant bone not as big as those found in uh, the Western realm, per se. Not 60-foot-tall creatures once put together and all. Um, but more 12- to 16-foot-tall humanoid creatures. And in it, you also found what seemed like almost... What, what looked like obsidian pieces of Yugen. Possibly inert or ranging towards inert. You waited the night, and later came what the three of you have come to refer to as the Ogi. A massive beast taller than that of which you've ever seen before. Standing on two legs. uh, Both creatures standing on two legs and wearing masks. You told of a scuffle you had with the beasts, and then uh, omitting the part of um, Faye Humphrey and Team Weasel, you waited and watched and uh, made peace with the with the creature, uh, watching it uh, guide its elder to the pit, to which it almost magically, seemingly magically, burned up, leaving only its bones and uh, leaving only its bones and a heart, a pink heart of Yugen. And you decided not to tell anyone else about this. This was your secret. But now you've come clean and told the board and now Calamel of your story and your encounter with the beast, with the oak. I think for emphasis, Marigold has also laying out um, the elder Ogie's heart on the table. Nice. That is the piece of Yugen that she kept secret when we had our uh, review. And now she has that as proof and also to signify like, and this is the last piece and this is a big piece. (laughs) There's nothing else like this. Right. 
And I think we also, or at least Marigold wants to um, kind of explain that we didn't get to this in front of the um, dictator because this is pointing towards more sapient races in Remfrey. We're dealing with the Tafelium and the giants and potentially this species falls in somewhere among that. And we're just concerned about how like military powers and governments are maybe going to react to that. Mm-hmm. But it's a big part of the expedition and of the uh, land here that we need mm-hmm. to know about. Right. I also, <clears throat> I want to uh, put in that I think this time Teremy sat in front of Fallbrook because mm-hmm. I think he was like really feeling responsible for this secret in particular. Mm. So he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and probably did a lot of the like storytelling up until Marigold like laid out the heart and then kind of went into what Mars just said. Mm-hmm. I think Sludge has just been sitting there silently this whole time. Not mm-hmm. really much to add. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just kind of like anything that she thinks she might want to say. Um, Terramy and Marigold kind of... like I'm thinking like a... Marigold mentioning that um didn't want to say it in front of the dictator because it's sapient life. Sludge probably had like a thought of like... of saying something along the lines of like... I forgot to mention it during it but <laughs> this is just a much better excuse <laughs> right it's just like okay it was just, at some point it's just like maybe I, i'm just not gonna say anything um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um this is maybe a smaller detail did we did we end up doing anything with the bone meal that we collected or the uh, sludge just had it. I, yeah. I still have some actually did you ever send it back no I, I don't think no. No, I, I, no, you guys, I you guys deliberately sent nothing back from the Yogi. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you want to share that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah take it out and like set it down. It's like, hey, this is some <clears throat> bone meal from that pit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I threw some of it into the wound of this <laughs> creature. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, yeah, it was crazy back then. <laughs> We're different You're now. You're feral. <laughs> Why do they trust you if anything? <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I tried making a bone. I tried making a bone tent out of the bones. I'm not really good. I wasn't really good at it though. So I just like made powder bone meal, I guess. Uh, <laughs> So Just here's that. Things. I used some of it for whatever reason. I don't really. I don't know. <laughs> Cal is just staring. <laughs> it don't taste very good. Cal has a meltdown. So, sludge, you you pull out your the bone meal that you collected at, um, at the site, and Marigold, you pull out the orbular. Uh, you get an heart that you collected or were gifted by the Ogi. Pulling it out now, uh, it is obvious to you and to 
your compatriots around you, Sludge and Terami, that the light in it is faded greatly. The pink is much more desaturated and mainly sticks to the center of this object. Surrounding it is this blackness that has started to starkness that has started to creep inside. That warmth you once felt can barely be felt at all, and a cold is taking place, as it seems to convert over to that state which you saw the rest of the hearts in, black and obsidian in quality. <clears throat> there is a long silence uh, from the other side of the board, or other side of the, of the, of the table, as they all scrutinize this Yugen, this massive piece of Yugen, uh, and consider what they just heard. Silence is broken by Ardain, who says to you, Marigold, Do you mind if I see it? I don't mind. Just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I can see it has still some power to it. And Ardain delicately reaches out with both their hands and picks it up and starts to manipulate it, manipulate it between their two hands, feeling its weight and just looking into it. <clears throat> um, next, uh, Fallbrook clears their throat, clears her throat. <clears throat> so, giants. Wearing masks, seem intelligent, and can use magic. Well, Marigold like gets her face in her hands a little bit, like like rubs her temples. Oh God, she's doing what Fallbrook does. <laughs> God, Fallbrook's being Fallbrook again. <laughs> well. a breath and closes her eyes and shuts them hard and she says thank you I appreciate that you are telling me this now one month later uh, Director Fallbrook uh, these bones weren't nearly as big as the bones the actual giant bones that we found <laughs> if you know, like, this guy was big, but <laughs> not that big. It's possible that they are related or descended from a similar common ancestor, but I don't think that they're the same giants that we're dealing with. At least, I we can't say that just yet. These ones also have crystal hearts. That's new. And... <laughs> And Says so did the dark mantles, and so have other creatures that we found. Cal speaks up, and uh, I have done some reading after uh, I've learned about these uh, giant encounters that we were possibly having now, and uh, I don't think any crystal hearts have been discovered in any of those uh, dig sites that Director Fallbrook. Yes, Thank that you. is true. Uh, 
maybe just a, maybe big things like to wear masks. This is just a variant of some sort. Or it is literally a variant of some sort. Perplexing. Sixteen feet big. Big. Bigger than a moose or a bear. Oh, these are big creatures indeed. And they can te- and they can speak. Oh, I'd like to see these fellows with my own eyes. <laughs> big old strong lads. <laughs> Cave dogs and now ogies too. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Humphrey looks wistfully off into space as he, like, twiddles with his, at the ends of his mustache. He's, like, this close from snapping and just running off into the wilderness. But this brings up, um, I think an interesting uh, protocol that we should maybe discuss. Um, Typically, we've been charged with Sending the creatures we find back to you, either dead or alive, and well, they expire eventually. What do we do when we find someone like this? Someone who is intelligent. Yeah. I mean, a pretty uh, human humanistic humanoidistic approach what intelligence truly is but uh to be safe i say that uh if you find more creatures out there or encounter the same creatures with this type of intelligence this complex communications and uh rituals and special forms of a uh, almost group instinct well, I wouldn't want to anger the people of Renfrey, these peoples of Renfrey. So, if you see these or others like them again, I think it would be best to stay on their good side. Yes. Uh, sounds very agreeable. <laughs> and he... if we if oh. we take notes on them or um, get any samples. Should we mark them as confidential or anything like that? High priority? Hmm. Yes, keep them confidential. For now, I know we've just had a big talk on how good honesty is and diplomacy is and everything, but, uh, well, I feel like... I've been doing a lot of thinking, Ardane and I, Humphrey, uh, uh, doing some thinking (laughs) and uh well we're in a peculiar situation right now uh firstly there's how we interact with these people of Renfrey if we wish to deem them as such if they are people and uh car booming outside I'm sorry there's a car outside right now (laughs) (laughs) what's a car (laughs) Oh my god. Car. Car <laughs> joke. Um, Car obey. <laughs> so there's how we. Catamon. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
Okay, thanks. <laughs> I like thanks. <laughs> I love thanks. That's <laughs> um, how we interact with these sapient uh, species of Remfrey and uh, not wanting to get on their bad side. I'm not sure how fast or far word travels between these groups and Remfrey. If it does at all, but it's better to stay on the safe side. But, uh, we have only known of five races since the beginning of history. We've all known of each other and lived in this world where we were at least aware of each other. Luckily, we in Luckily, we all sort of uh, uh, grew up in similar fashions, with similar... Uh, not to say that wars have not occurred, or ideological differences didn't occur, but uh, for the most part, we have been on somewhat equal footing. How would the world react to these people, who are lower on the technology tree, per se? Will we greet them with open arms? Do we do people try to convert them to our ways, or do they try to exploit them? I yeah. would hope we live and let live. I don't think that's a. I appreciate the. I wish there were more people out there like you, Teremy. <laughs> there would be much less wars. If that were the case, but. Unless it, uh, well, in the Republic, all comes back to the Republic, I see. <laughs> uh, we tend to take advantage when we can in these situations. It's amazing that we have gone a hundred years without a single war after the countless centuries of on and off war with the Orcish Empire. So, I think we should keep this private for now. Feels like we're just stalling, and eventually somebody's going to run up against a sapient species. For the Ogi, for example. What do we do when people find out? Colonies grow and expand, and eventually, I'm likely the Ogi's territory will be Rest upon. Uh, it's an important thing to consider. I'm hoping we can maybe find ways to communicate. If not with Ogi, then maybe who else might be out there? Um, diplomacy. We have learned the <laughs> importance of diplomacy, haven't we? And we should extend that to our peers. And if we can't reach that, then um, I'm going to sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, if That's we can't so reach that point, <laughs> she's a bad if we can't girl. Can't reach that point. Then maybe we just let them be. We already have a protocol about if something is rare and. Um, not impeding its development in its environment. We stick to our path and they stick to theirs. 
I I think Remfrey seems big enough that if things can't grow in one direction, as far as colonies are concerned, they can grow in another one, <laughs> and everybody leaves well enough alone. It's true. Uh, we are particularly. Uh, I mean, Humphrey hasn't spoken for all. That's very true, and we uh, we we have the. Uh, the good graces of uh, colonizing a uh, place that uh, colonizing a land full of monsters. So, uh, well, growth is small after all, and not many people are coming. So, I mean, that buys us some time, doesn't it, Fulbrook? <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, thank you, Humphrey. Um, <laughs> we will. Hmm, we will set up. As we consider this, we will set up sanctuaries around the supposed territories of these creatures in the meantime, and I will, will make sure that those are guarded, but also don't appear too enticing to any odd treasure hunter, adventurer, or monster hunter. Say it's full of bogs or something. Nobody likes bogs. Um, or big frogs. Big frogs, yes. Run fairies abundant with those. And you were attacked by a newt and a frog in that local area. Well, frog and newt and newt meat isn't very highly priced nowadays, so... <laughs> it is a newt sanctuary now, I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the man-eating mushroom men. So oh, were yeah. they man-eating or were they eaten by... <laughs> 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 I don't know. They, I don't know. They, they, they got after me at the very least. <laughs> it's I a mushy mush world. <laughs> well, jury's still out on their level of intelligence, so. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that is all. Yes, this time, <laughs> this is all. <laughs> this is really. All there is <laughs> now. <laughs> Ordain uh, places the Yugen back on the um, table in front of you, Marigold. Take it back gently. Nice. <laughs> I uh, I hope you all understand why we uh, were hesitant to bring all of this up. <laughs> At first, you know, I mean, all things considered, we we didn't know everybody well enough. Understand, my dear boy, I think it, it's, it's flattery to me uh, to think that someone thinks I have grand schemes going on. I'd like to uh, propose myself as something like that, and uh, I'm glad you take me that way. Oh my god, how, how could we ever have been suspicious of Humphrey? <laughs> I know! <laughs> I... I... I can't say I can't not understand um, distrusting your superiors. I would not have uh, gotten where I have in the Republic if I trusted them so blindly. <laughs> uh, Cassius can tell you more about that. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
What has she been in the same position this whole time? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, well, I met Cassius on interesting terms, and uh, well, I convinced her to work for me instead. Oh my god! <laughs> she tried to kill you, huh? Oh my god! Oh, she sure tried. <laughs> <gasps> Oh, it I want to hear more about that. <laughs> no, we don't have much time, but it, it wasn't necessarily she was trying to kill me, but uh, uh, get me out of the way while a vote was occurring inside uh-huh. of Congress, and uh, oh my god, tried to ransom me off to my family, and I convinced her that uh, she would be much happier working for me than the Stooges that hired her. Juicy. <laughs> Anyways, um, and I don't mind at all. Oh, well, that's not our day. No, it's been the entire time. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Who's Leland? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't say that I'm not a little hurt, but I can get over it, and I understand we're not a... (laughs) not very upfront, or haven't been in the past, but I understand. I will not hold it against you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think we're just more afraid of the fact of, like... I don't know, the, the... The first, cre- the first monster we encounter, the uh, the dark mantle, it gets killed right off the bat, and then we yeah. see Ogi immediately after that. And you know, we, the only example we had was, well, they captured this animal, they killed it, and turned it into material. We don't want this animal to die, or not really, I guess, an animal, but you We're know, all animals. <laughs> that's especially that's Humphrey. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little caveman, cave dog man. Cave dog man. Cave dogs. You still gotta try and get the cave dogs to be the sixth race. You want to dress them up? If Fulber got a little suit. <laughs> oh my god! I need permission. <laughs> Shopping um. at the fucking bed. <laughs> Not a good look. I understand. <laughs> but oh well. Dark mantles are everywhere, as you can see. <laughs> They're stupid as hell. Oh, yes. <laughs> These fucking octopi. Mm-hmm. Clever at escaping, but uh, not good at much else. <laughs> Anyways, if uh, that is all, well, we just wanted to... Um, well, we were originally going to call upon you guys before you truly left. Because uh, we have. Oh, uh, you were? Oh, <laughs> gosh. Okay. Struggle, like, steals herself, like, getting ready for their wardrobe. <laughs> oh, God, when does it end? Oh, yes, we were going to call upon you. It turns out you have to pay a hundred thousand more gold pieces. I spent all my money on arrows. <laughs> We wanted to call you. She likes side eyes. Uh, our day, <laughs> like trying not to laugh. Um, 
lips like tightly drawn and nice <laughs> um, because well we wanted to provide you with some special equipment we wanted to give you gifts <laughs> I'm sorry father I'm just so excited <laughs> <laughs> yes we wanted to bestow upon you some gifts from us oh. uh, a sign of goodwill a thank you for all the work you have done uh, and uh, thank you for continuing to work with us especially me besides everything <laughs> our dame like, pats Fallbrook on, uh, on her shoulder you're doing great <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, I want to go first. <laughs> the Humphrey like um, reaches under the table and pulls out this large um, package wrapped up in this kind of like basic parchment paper and tied off with a red bow. Pulls it up and uh, reaches across the table to you, Teremy, and puts it down in front of you. This one's for you. <laughs> Should, should I wait to open it? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Terry tears into it. He's a messy opener of things. As they're doing that, everyone else is a... Um, the, the other two members reach under the table and pull out and, uh, some items. Um, a sludge before you, Fallbrook puts uh, this rolled-up piece of leather with, uh, with a, like a, a, shoulder, a shoulder sash and some uh, straps keeping this rolled up piece of leather leather together in this rolled up shape. Uh, Marigold, uh, you were provided with um, uh, uh, put before you, Marigold and Cal, are two rocks. Two palm-sized, smooth rocks. Um, uh, Also before Cal, Ardane puts um, a waxed uh, folded up wax uh, pouch. A sealed wax pouch. Uh, Wax paper pouch. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. A sealed wax paper pouch. And uh, Marigold, you were, in Marigold, you were also given a tin, uh, uh, a circular tin with uh, floral design on it. Uh, Teremy, you open up, you rip open and through the parchment um, of this bag, and in it you find a thick tweed coat. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it is a darker green coat and uh, kind of peering through the small, uh, dis- not discolorations, but the other colorations that are provided in tweed, you notice that the main color of this tweed coat is the polter green. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Humphrey? Yes, and I, I sold it myself. I went to a tailor and I ordered that uh, that polter green from uh, that uh, uh, Theodora, I believe they call it. And uh, I ordered uh, some, uh, uh, what, do you, what do they call it? Uh, 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 capsura, capsura wool from the mountain dwarves. And Cal like perks up at this. <laughs> capsura wool? You mean capsura wool? Really? Yes, it's, it's good stuff. Yes, it is good stuff. Jeremy, you have the best mountain dwarf wool in all of Mountainside. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, well, it actually, the uh, Capsura, uh, 
means. It means uh, love, new love that hurts to be away from. It's a, it's a, it's an untranslatable word from the mountain dwarves, and well, uh, they call it the, that wool it because you wear it and you don't want to take it off because it's so warm and it pains you to take it off. <laughs> I can't wait to put this on. Thank you so much. Yes, it's good for cold, even when you're wet, and it's a little bit. And he like leans forward, a little bit flame retardant. Ooh. Um, yeah, so I've given you the stats for that. Um, I'll just, I made it more concise here, so I'm gonna... Cool. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. That's so cute. And Dakota, as the DM, has given me the gift of getting to update Terabee's design. (laughs) 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 I thought you were gonna say that Dakota bought you a real tweed coat. (laughs) Cosplay! Flame retardant. He just put asbestos all up inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. It's <laughs> amazing material. It can do anything. <laughs> um, who investigates their gifts next? Uh, Sludge, do you want to? I can go. I don't really care. Yeah. Right, I'll go. Um, yeah, Mary, oh, let's wow. see if she gets her. As soon as she gets her tin and her stone, um, she, she casts Detect Magic on it. <laughs> she wants to see if it has any magic residue on it. Um, I'm just gonna, you don't have to roll for it, but the wild magic yeah, is Yeah, because we already, we already rolled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Marigold, you see that there are, um, this and we can throw the, the, the mechanics of lore. It's more. <laughs> lore. 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 I'm sorry I did this. I always have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> to just keep that open at all times. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is an illusion magic thing. Um. Yeah, so yeah, you detect magic and very quickly, um, so you see the arcane particulates uh, start to flow around uh, all the magical objects in the room, which include uh, these two stones, the ones in front of you and Cal, uh, the Yugen around your neck, uh, the Yugen heart um, at the table that you just placed away. Um, and that's it. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and Cal's you can. Um, um, actually, roll a perception check. Natural 20 plus 7, 27. Damn. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell what the atoms of this thing are. Uh, yeah, so you see all the things that I was talking about. Um, and then you start seeing some... And then... First, like your your vision in your mind is like uh, um, focused on all these objects in the room, these obvious magical objects in the room. Um, but then, very very faintly, almost entirely um, undetectable, so faint that it's less than an than an eye floater. Even it is a miracle that you've been able to catch this um, from the tin. So, um, from the tin, uh, in front of you that was given to you by 
uh, sorry, that was given to you by Ardain, you see, uh, my god. God? Oh, fuck. That's where he's been <laughs> this whole time. God? <laughs> are you there? <laughs> Whoa. It's me, Marigold. <laughs> Why are you in this tin? <laughs> Why is there only one god? <laughs> Why is there only one? Ardain throws up quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I not put this type of magic in? Oh, wow. What the fuck? Um, it's probably evocation, right? Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize evocation did that. What? Wait, really? That's so weird. Okay, yeah. Um, Mergold, you see, um, yeah, for my list of evocation spells, I only have like attack spells. That's so weird. Um, anyways, um, in these, uh, like floating from the tin, uh, you see, uh. Wow, there is like no wow. This just doesn't really work for that because it's only tax spells. I thought it was. Anyways, um, I'll try. Um, from uh from the tin, you see this almost whirlpool effect coming in to the tin. It's as if arcane particulates are being slowly and gently drawn from the air um, around this object and being folded inside of it. Uh, you recognize this as evocation magic. Mostly known for attack spells and damaging spells like Fireball and Meteor and Prismatic Spray, but it is also the same magic you use for healing powers, such as Healing Word and such. Um, Marigold, uh, looking to the small uh, wax packet, um, <clears throat> wax packet in front of, um, in front of Cal. Cal, thank you. <laughs> um, in front of Cal, you see arcane powers, arcane particulates, very, very faintly, almost indiscernible, and almost indiscernibly being pulled away by people in the room, and. Mm-hmm. going into the packet, or the object mm-hmm. inside of the packet, which you recognize to be necromatic magic. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> know that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think as soon as she starts noticing these um, particulates, she just like, I was just want to tear that uh, tin open. I, I'm excited. <laughs> are you, are you, are, um, are you trying to like so are you trying to like play like you didn't see that? Yeah. No, I think I think she's like gets the tin, looks at it, and she like looks at Ardane like, ooh, what's in the box? What'd you get me? And then she like pops it open like it's a uh, it's a holiday gift. <laughs> <laughs> um When you look at the when you look at the packet and look to Ardane, uh Ardane does a very sly smile and like a very Del- uh, very um, inconspicuous wink at you. 
<laughs> they know. They know what I did. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Nat 20. Oh my god. Um, uh, I, I didn't really need to hide it. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> I don't think it matters. <laughs> Fuck this rock. What's in the tin? <laughs> um, you Listen, ter- I've seen rocks before. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to cut to Marigold in the rock garden. Completely. <laughs> um, inside this uh, floral tin, uh, you see three three uh, discreetly wrapped, tightly wrapped uh, scones in wax paper. Um, each of uh, each packets have a different hand drawn design. Uh, uh, a horticultural design on it. One has sp- has a hand drawn has hand drawn has a hand drawn pattern of lavender on it. The other huckleberry, and the other strawberry. <clears throat> uh, Ardane smiles and says, "Old family recipe." Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! You made these? Yes, uh, handmade. No magic required. <laughs> oh yeah, Marigold just has like a broad grin like this is really nice this is a really nice gift <laughs> uh, yes. in the tin is also a a beautifully uh uh a beautiful uh calligraphy calligraphic uh, cali- calligraphy calligraphal calligraphal a beautifully handwritten note <laughs> um you find a, a nicely it's calligraphic hand, a, cal, a, a, a calligraphic note inside. Um, <clears throat> as you look at it, Ardain says, "Oh yes, that uh, I didn't know if you uh, when we'd be giving you these, so I didn't know if I have, would have time to explain it to you. But uh, supposedly, according to uh, <laughs> uh, myths and folklore, these uh, these old family royal family recipes." Uh, have a little magic to them, if you can, if you can believe that. Uh, apparently, the lavender scones uh, help you with your sleep and uh, supposedly provide you with vivid, lucid dreams. Uh, the huckleberry ones are apparently aid in sickness, pain, infection, or whatever ails you. It's just a cure-all, Marigold. It's just a cure-all. <laughs> Okay, so there's CBD in that one. Okay. I got you. I got you. Fuck. <laughs> and the, the strawberry one that supposedly emboldens your health and strengthens your heart or something. <laughs> if anything else, I'm sure they taste wonderful. As you see these faint magical particles of healing powers. <laughs> Um, floating off of them. Actually, no, sorry. Um, these all don't have evocation on them. Um, most of them do. Most of them have, uh, the, the, the huckleberry and the strawberry ones are just pulling in ambient arcane particles. The lavender one also has necromatic magic flowing towards it. Oh, good, good. I love that. <laughs> love that. 
That one's spiked, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> or dangwigs. It gets you real fucked up. <laughs> yeah, crazy dreams. Don't eat it all at once. You'll see the devil and he'll rip your heart out through your kneecaps. <laughs> That's just sludge. Yeah, I, I, already, I already saw the devil. He asked me what my heart's greatest desire was. <laughs> what was it? Jones, <laughs> <laughs> <Stones>, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lucky yes. <laughs> And of course, the, uh, the the stone you have, um, well, uh, that is a, oh man, I didn't write the name of that, because I'm a bungus. <laughs> sending stone? Was it a sending stone? Uh, let me check the S- name stone, quick. sorry. Oh. Um, yeah, so the, uh, the, um, that, Ardain says to the palm-sized stone, is a sauna stone. Um, it's a, as I've said five times, it's a palm-sized stone. It's slate-colored, uh, relatively flat and ovular. There's a shallow bowl carved into one side with uh, ruins etched around it. <gasps> That's just a... Um, and with that, uh, you see illusionary magic. Uh, you see it like forming between all these different types of magic, almost trying to trick you into guessing what it might be. Uh, but it is obviously to you... Illusionary magic. Well, that's just something we can use to uh, uh, keep in contact with each other uh, uh, once a day. You can uh, send and receive messages, or you can send messages once per day uh, for 30 seconds, and uh, to any stone that is linked up with it. Uh, and that is yours, Cal's, and they've reached into their um, big sleeve and pull out a stone. Uh, a stone identical to yours. And might. <laughs> you can also uh, store messages and replay them, uh, either at a whisper or at a uh, outdoor voice volume. Oh, wonderful, wonderful <laughs> stuff, Arden. Thank you. This is so... Oh, she's just giddy with excitement. <laughs> uh, Cal uh, re- uh, opened very carefully and very delicately with uh, much grace and... <laughs> Uh, form. Uh, <laughs> Those noble little fingers of his. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, uh, dex uh, 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 he uh, opens up the tape, making sure not to rip a single piece of paper off um, and delicately reaches in and pulls out a iron sigil. A circular iron emblem. On it, carved into it is a uh, it's a it's a cast iron sig- uh, emblem charm almost, um, and depicted on it is a bowl, and then coming out of it is a, a, a heaping pile of salt. Uh, Marigold, you recognize this a uh, heaping pile of salt, uh, seeming to resemble uh, a mountain range. Marigold. Uh, you would recognize this uh, mountain range to be that of put in records in that <laughs> of Mount of Mount Salus Valno 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 Salus Valno uh, the mountain of the Hermes Salus family resides in um, and is a almost is they act as the uh, head nobles of the mountain. Um, 
uh, Teremy and Sludge, you recognize this emblem. Possibly. You would, <laughs> if you knew, you would recognize <laughs> this uh, emblem from uh, being on Cal's... Uh, is it Sigit Ring? Sigil? Uh, Signet. Signet. Signet Ring. Range. Range. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Arde. It's quite nice. Oh, yes, it's just a, a lucky charm I wanted to give you. I don't know if it uh, really does much, but I hope that is the thought that counts. <laughs> just uh, be sure to keep it close to you at all times. Oh, of course. Uh, thank you, Arde. This is quite nice. I, this, is a, this is a proper mountain dwarf gift you've given me. Metal and my family's <laughs> emblem? That's a... Wow. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. face. laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Loving this. <laughs> Hate this man. Yeah, well, Arden thought of everything. They're so cool. <laughs> they like to give gifts. It's a good question. <laughs> I think they like to give gifts, yeah. They seem like the type. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't do it often. Maybe they, I, mean, I think they do it a little more often than most, and when they do do it, it... Always hits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 sludge, oh my god. <laughs> sludge, oh my god. Turning, the, turning this hefty piece of rolled-up leather in your hand, uh, or in your hands, just rolling it over, you see that uh, between where the um, straps sit is a uh, burned into the leather is are two initials or are initials M and J. J. G. <laughs> M and G. <laughs> Mary Jane. Oh my god! Thank you. Sure, we lose the boss Getting drugs Bob from the like, fucking board. Mary Jane. Embossed on it are a uh, burned embossed into the set into the leather isn't are the initials M and G. <laughs> Okay, um, I think I'm just gonna, like, silently open this. I feel awkward getting a gift. <laughs> Especially after, like, the, the, the negotiation. Not negotiation, like, the, the, the fucking meeting we had mm-hmm. the other day. Um, gonna silently open that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sorry, hold on. That's been died. Esther died. It's over. Killed on impact. Sorry, it has to be like forever now. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it has to be forever now? What the what? fuck? I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick okay. if it's forever. What does that mean? I just hear a gunshot in the distance. <laughs> Okay. Her. Um. Bruno went to the bathroom, so we're gonna wait. Okay. Sorry, my brain left somewhere. Oh, did Brain actually go to the bathroom? Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, I mean maybe. I don't know. 
he's, he's hiding. Yeah, he actually left. Okay. If we're actually going to the bathroom, I'm also going to go to the bathroom. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. So you're coming over to watch Riverdale? Eventually. Nice. missed it oh man now it's gonna be forever <laughs> what did you mean by that <laughs> what <laughs> you said now it's gonna be forever now it's gonna be like that forever? Uh, because we let the fucking cat in my room and i don't want her in here oh dakota can you drop the name of that wool in the floor or records or whatever yeah yeah it's cool. Love a world building. Oh, you brought your coin for the fairy man. <laughs> you have not a coin. Kaon? Kaon. Kaon? Chaos? <laughs> Yeah. Sucks. Did <laughs> I go to the bathroom? No. <laughs> okay. We're here. I, I'm, I'm dropping so sorry. this in the chat because. Oh, lore, lore drop. Grin told me to. <laughs> That's a cool definition. It's very cute. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, Esther, turning this over in your hands. Uh, it's a made of leather, and burned into it are the initials M and G. Fallbrick looks at you and gives you a, 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 a wry smile. I think I'm just gonna, like, like, smile back and say, thank you, and just, like, kind of quietly open it. Thank um, you. Puts it away. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm going to fucking open it. Uh, you start to undo the... the, the um, I keep wanting to say the satchel's on it. I know that's not right. The straps? The straps Buckle? on it. The buckle's on it. Thank you. Oh my god. You start to undo the buckles and uh, Falbrick says, uh, Yes, I uh, saw you uh, admiring mine, so I thought I'd get you some of your own. Um, and you undo the buckles and unfold it uh, flat onto the table, and you see a collection of finely crafted master craft gardening tools. Aww. The same that you saw uh, Fallbrook using in your week of gardening with her. Except these are brand new and not old and beat up, but loved like hers. 
Uh, so the uh, inside you see things such as a uh, you see tools such as clippers, weeders, trowels, a hand spade, hand saw, etc. Um, on the leather grips of um, on the leather grips of these tools, uh, each one um, is um, sorry. Um, well, not not that. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, on the metal faces of these tools, uh, on the blades or the face of the spade or such, you see the you see engraved into the metal simple designs of mushrooms. Think so just gonna like look at the stuff and like pick it up, feel it around, like the. Engravings and stuff. <laughs> this is so sweet. <laughs> this is so nice. Oh my god. Um, I think she's going to like... There's no way she's going to be able to hide from Fallbrook, but she's probably going like, to tear up a little bit and like Aww. wipe her head. Like, fit, like a tear off her face. Be like, thank you so much. <laughs> Like smiles big. It's like this is so nice. <laughs> this is probably the nicest gift I've ever gotten. Thank you. Aww. Aww. You're welcome, Sludge. If uh, anyone deserves gardening tools, I think it's you with your your shop and the work you're always doing. I'm um, glad you think so. <laughs> uh, so you've received Mastercraft gardening tools, um, which you can use for the cutting or retrieval of. Uh, organic resources or plants uh, from nature and whatnot. We ever use fucking gardening tools for. <laughs> um, this has a crit range of 18 to 20. So that means if you roll anywhere between 18, 19, or 20, that automatically counts as a crit. Nice. Yes. It's so good. Gonna carefully roll it back up. Wrap it to myself. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. Uh, it would be a shame to have you all leave and not say that. Not to remark upon how wonderful it's been to work with you, the three of you, so closely over the course of the past, uh, over the course of the past month. And Month and a half, or so be it. Uh, it's been nice to have your presence, and I think, I think we all enjoyed our time together. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, seeing you down the halls, uh, talking, and all your spider jokes. It's uh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Tell me, always brighten my day. <laughs> oh, shucks. And it's a. Thought you didn't like my spider jokes. Oh, I love your spider jokes. Sludge. <laughs> I know they're all in good fun. <laughs> I happen it hurts you more than it hurts me to place a horrible prank on me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and it has been an honor to teach you, Marigold and Cal. That's cliche to say, but frankly, I think it's... I've learned more from you two than you have from me. You are far, far and beyond two of my most favorite students I've ever had. <laughs> um...
Marigold like sits up, like she puffs up, and you can see her eyes are like glittering, oh. like she's so. That that is a that is a high compliment. <laughs> how high? Oh, you high know is how the high. high. <laughs> <laughs> Higher than Ohio. <laughs> I bet she like sticks her chin out and like look like looks a bit at Cal like oh yeah, and I'm still better than you like yeah. You guys good to move on? Yeah. Yes. I like that. Um, yeah. Um, after that, um, at the end of that week, uh, was the last time you saw and will see the board for. A very long time. You departed with your new caravan crew, your three donkeys, <laughs> um, out past the mesas and into the wild. Uh, um, of a great book. Are we saying something? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, I think before the weekends, a sledge would go up to a fallbrook and like apologize for being so oh. harsh during the meeting. Oh. Mm. We um, mended all the bridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like I'm sorry that I like reeled into you so hard. I was just very stressed that whole day <laughs> and felt a bit cheated. But I <laughs> you really appreciate the time <laughs> that you have given me. Oh, you were cheated, Sludge. There's nothing you should feel sorry about. I think, uh, <laughs> I think uh, great people would act uh, worse in the situation that you were put in. So I'm proud of you for sticking up for yourself and uh, coming at it as rationally as you could. And I did cheat you and <laughs> have been mistreating you for the past few days. And... I am not looking for forgiveness, but I do apologize for the stress that I have put on you and the expedition team. I vow to do better and keep you in the loop and not do things without your consent. <laughs> you may not be looking for forgiveness, but you're going to find it. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I get all elven diplomacy. Fallbrook opens up her arms to you. Oh, gonna hug Fallbrook. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. You have a you have a nice you guys have a nice short hug and Fallbrook pulls away. You think you guys are like in the garden of Hightower right now? It's morning. Um, Fallbrook looks away from you and two the flowers. Um, it's amazing. All of these flowers come from Remfrain. It's all so beautiful. I'm amazed at you guys for having found and been able to recognize such beauty in Remfrain. And yep, you guys end the week with seeing, being seen off by them and going off into the mesas. Yeah, um, so when you guys were thinking about this, uh, do you think, like, your characters' reactions were big enough to really 
warrant being shown, or should we just say, like, and then they were told about it? Um, I think, I think, um... I don't know, I thought... I, I was excited to tell stories. You want to tell stories? Yeah, I was, like, I was thinking about, like, a you know, we didn't really... Uh, who did anybody tell stories? I feel like we got through one. Yeah, we got two stories. Uh, Jeremy we? told the Emerald Bird, and yeah. then Tarragon also kind of <laughs> embellished the Emerald Bird. Oh. If if you want to tell a story, I'm down. Um, oh, I, I meant like specifically with like the Ogi thing. Mm-hmm. Do we want reactions to that? I mean, I don't know. I figured we could just like be quick on give like a fucking abridged version of it. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying. Yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, from from the other NPCs, I think we should do some like quick reactions. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't I can't imagine their rea- anybody's reactions would take as long as us like telling the board. So yeah. why not? Yeah. Well, yeah. I also I also really want to specifically hear Terrison reacting to his brother tell a story about seeing a monster. Yeah, I think that's really cute. That's yeah, really I think cute. I think this would be I think this is like a good way to like gauge like what people's feelings of quote unquote monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are. totally. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so just narratively, very quickly, um, narratorily, um, <laughs> narratological. I think <clears throat> so. Like, uh, Jeremy, like, passed the opportunity to tell the next story to Marigold, but like, I think if we did tell the Ogie's story, he'd like get too excited and kind of jump back in. Mm-hmm. So you guys and tell yeah. a lot of each it. other. Yeah. Well, I love that. Like, you guys are, ch- or if Sludge wants to chime in as well, just like, oh, and then this happened, and then oh, but like, mm-hmm. I told it, it wasn't, re- I wasn't real. <laughs> and I, I think this is like, this is like the fun version of the story. Yeah, like, yeah. We told the board like a very kind of dry version, and now we're like, we're like using honestly, shadows. Honestly, like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we could totally tell them about Team Weasel. <laughs> Yeah, Cass oh love that. Yeah, Cass yeah. Cass yeah, so we figure do... out how her sister got fucking poisoned. <laughs> and and I, I fucking bombed your sister. Yeah. and poisoned her, and it was legit. <laughs> so you remember those guys at the campsite? <laughs> well, this isn't our first encounter with them. Do you guys? I want to actually guys... tell it like a story though. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys? Like, I just. Yeah, I I just wanted to start off where we left off. Okay, sure. Oh right. yeah, let's go for it. <clears throat> All right, so Marigold start. Okay, okay, guys. <laughs> so we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to the beginning of the expedition party, and we're going to talk about our first real encounter out here in the wilds. And she like leans in to the fire, so it like lights up her face a little <laughs> bit. Um, let me check my cantrips real quick. I think I have light. I can like use it to, like a flashlight. Ooh. Um, da, 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 da. I press digitation, so I press digitate like a little light out of my crystal. So it's like very classic, like mm-hmm. flashlight on, on your face. Now the counter's up at fifteen. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh god damn it! You're right. <laughs> well, you don't have to roll for cantrips, do we? No, no, no but it has. Yeah, you're right. It is at fifteen. Oh my god, <laughs> that's, good. that's good stuff. Marigold's doing it for the thrill. Taking a <laughs> leaf out of Sludge's book. Bad <laughs> influence. Um, yeah, you hear Cal go. <laughs> Just a catch. So, in the Western realm, you've heard of the giants, old, huge beings that used to walk the earth. Well, nobody's seen one in a long. But legend says that there are some ancestors that still persist to this day, and. 
let me tell you, they're pretty big, pretty big. So here we are going along our caravan route, much like this one, so much like this caravan route we find ourselves on right now. And we come across a bridge that has been <gasps> sabotaged and taken out by something huge. We have our tracker friend, the excellent Teremy Poulter, <laughs> investigate. And Teremy, what did you find? <laughs> I found, oh, alongside a set, some sets of normal footprints, also very mysterious, big footprints. So big. So Bigger big. than, oh, like big feet had to make them. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so we followed the tracks, brave souls as we are foraging a path before the other caravan members because if there was a big monster you know it was our responsibility to deal with it so we go through the woods and we see some flickering huge shape moving through the trees faster than any of us and we rush to catch up with them and we find this pit of bones huge bones bigger bones than well, I had seen before. Had you ever seen bones that big before, Sludge? These were bones you could stand in. <laughs> you could stand in those bones, let me tell you. I even tried to make a tent out of those bones. Yeah, bones you can make houses out of. Do you remember the wolves that were in there? Oh, and there were yeah, wolves, too. There were and we wolves. had to fight off the wolves in the bone pit. But we triumphed. And there we are, investigating among the bones, and we find... Some fragments of Yugen humming with, well, no longer humming with power. They had their magic leached out of them by some unknown process. And here I am investigating it, wondering what, what is the relationship between the Yugen and the bones? And then and Marigold starts like talking a lot about her theories about the relationship <laughs> between the bones. <laughs> Which is like not adding anything to the story, but and only Cal is interested. <laughs> until somebody then after around. a short while we oh, start feeling cool. footsteps <laughs> something is coming probably that big thing we saw flickering through the trees yes. so we hide and what do we see what this do we see big hairy mask wearing monster comes into the tent. An absolute motherfucker. An about. absolute motherfucker. Two motherfuckers. They come um, shuffling in. <laughs> can I press to digitate a little mask on my face? Ooh. Can you guys do that with Francis Press? Um, so I can, make, I can make an object like a foot wide, like a foot by Yeah. Foot. Okay, yeah. So it's like a flat mask. And I like face away from the camp. And like I like into the darkness, and I'm like <laughs> turn my face back. I have like the wooden ogi mask on, and like I have my hands up, their claws. <laughs> <laughs> Marigold and I, Marigold and I hide just in time, but Sludge was too busy playing in the bones. Too oh, busy when... playing in the bones. That's not true. I ate shit trying to hide. <laughs> when you when you oh, yeah, when, when you do the the mask thing, Terrison like points at it and goes, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> That's the mask from the festival. <laughs> yeah, Tarragon like reels back, like 
they have grown up with these stories in the Church of Saloon about monsters and demons, like, being the enemy of Saloon. Satan like, is real. They're, like, kind of scared by this story, I swear. They're, like, they're, like kind of skeezed out. Like, they're, like, good, must, good must triumph in the end. Surely they survived. Unless they didn't, and they are revenants here. Oh, just listen to the story, Del Drago. Hopefully it has a good ending. Hopefully. They already missed half of it. They already missed half of it. Oh, they yeah, make it out? They're having a panic attack. Carson's like totally like enveloped by this. He's like gripping the like the the neck of the whiskey bottle really hard and like leaning in with like his hand on his knee, wide eyed and just excited. <laughs> oh yes, I think Cass is kind of doing the same thing. He's just sitting there, a sm- big smile on his face, listening to this. Nice. Well. <laughs> uh, Callan Guppy. Cal's, Cal's like kind of like sitting back and smiling because he's heard this before, but it's nice to hear it again with like the panache. Yeah, the um, color. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Guppy's like also excited about this. Like, uh-huh. Salad, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but like I feel like he's more excited. Like, oh, big thing in the woods. This is cool. Because <laughs> like he's like a seasoned adventurer. So yeah. He's not like, oh no. Not a big no. scary thing. Like, oh, cool, big scary thing. Yeah, like, oh, they found something. <laughs> like, obviously, everybody's okay. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we left it. Yeah. Sludges in the bone pit, face <laughs> with this creature, and then Marigold turns around and shows the mask. And it's like, ah. There's the points. Sludge, do you have anything to throw in here about not being real? What? About not being real? Yeah, remember? Like, you failed your stealth roll, and you're just like, I'm oh, not yeah. real! <laughs> yeah, you're and right. didn't yeah, fucking I touch did. it. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't know what else to do. You're faced with the giant monster. You just, I just was just like, well, maybe. I'm not real. You know, you're just, you're not seeing this. <laughs> it, it did not believe me. I'm not, uh... <laughs> After that, like, um, after, when the monster came out, it, it, that was leading a um, an even older one, and it was, and that one just kind of sat its ass down, and the other one just like pulled off its cuffs and came at us. It's gonna kind of went into a good old fight. <laughs> yes, it was us against the ogi, while this elder ogi watched on. A true battle of between. Oh God, is there an equivalent of David and Goliath? In- <laughs> um, it was a real shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> um, Everything's David and Goliath to halflings. It was a real, it was a real fury of the small. It was a real <laughs> all versatile. And through teamwork and our quick wits and um, fighting abilities, we brought the creature to its knees. And. Now we pause for dramatic effect, of course. We, as the expedition party, are often faced with difficult choices, aren't we? Terminals. And we had a a choice here. Do we end the life of this creature? Do we become the hunters? Or do we try to understand where they are coming from? We were in their habitat and it seemed that they were there with this other 
pacifist Ogi. And I thought to myself, why don't I try communicating with them and learning their language? I failed in doing that. <laughs> but... Carson laughs. I was able to de-escalate the situation and come to a mutual understanding with the creature. Friendship can win and save the day. But a twist! But a twist! Um, Does somebody want to describe the the team weasel bit? Suddenly... Humphrey appears. Humphrey appears. Everyone looks confused. (laughs) Here we are trying to figure out how did Humphrey come all this way? And what was Humphrey going to do? Was he going to take our new friend away to be vivisected or study? We were um, very suspicious. So we rushed him. (laughs) (laughs) And it turns out that Humphrey wasn't Humphrey at all. In fact, Humphrey wasn't Humphrey at all. (laughs) (laughs) Sludge and I went for his arms and we just went right through him. But Marigold got his legs and got a whole dwarf more than she bargained for. (laughs) A whole dwarf. You all might know this dwarf as Grendel. It was Grendel. And who steps out of the woods? But our old rivals. Rivals who would later become our allies, I suppose. But at this point in the arc, we hadn't yet developed to that point. (laughs) It was Team Weasel here to sabotage us. And then a fight part two breaks up. Adventuring party versus adventuring party. And who comes to our aid? But Ogi. Ogi was really cool and like fought... Fenrir, and like Mingle's like clearly like nerding out, like she's describing like some fight scene. Nice, um, like anime like, shit. Yeah, like <laughs> this would be told in anime style. She's so excited <laughs> over it. Jeremy provides sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> like tell a, a dramatic retelling of the, <laughs> the combat as we overcome our enemy. Oh, well, but, I'm just at 16. Oh, God. <laughs> but, we were clearly outclassed and outmatched. We were um, t- tired and we were ambushed by the villains of the story and they had the upper hand on us. But like the real underdogs and uh, using our wits, I remembered that we had discovered some cool pieces of Yugen. So I combined that with my necklace to create a... Uh, an explosion of a magnificent scale which sent our enemies flying. Resolving the encounter. <laughs> Looks at Sludge. <laughs> Hold on, I want to be clear. This was Cassius and them? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought she'd do. <laughs> oh, she has a history of this, huh? Oh, you don't even know. (laughs) So what happened next? Well, an explosion ensued because Marigold touched the Yugen crystals together and we all, all three of us, Cassius, me and her, all got caught up in it. And that knocked Cassius out. And I gotta let you know, I was pissed. I had just... The Ogi was like resistant to all my fucking magic. I did nothing to him. I I fudged it all. And then Cassius comes along, and I'm I'm 
just like they're trying to take our shit. I already don't like this person, and now they're taking trying to take our stuff. So you know, I cut the I cut Grendel. I gave him a good old bottle of a mind potion of mind break on a knife, sliced him, and that's what got the fight started. And then after that, Cassie started stabbing me in the chest. What a bitch! <laughs> God, but after that, oh my God, it knocked us to the ground. She got passed out, and I just fucking blind rage just shot uh ray of sickness at her and oh my god they didn't like that they quickly backed down they no you poisoned them after as they were leaving yeah were no yeah yeah i poisoned them yeah yeah yeah, they were they were they were were like carrying cassius's unconscious body away and then you you just like shot it well then they should well then tear me and marital to mention that I definitely forgot. So that's fine. That's fine. We can leave it. At, it's less funny. Less fun. A, yeah, we we frame it so you look a little less evil. Look, resolve this. We've moved past this. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. Yes. Not, but this we, is how Sludge remembers it. Of yes. course. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Yes. But in the end, the underdogs triumph. However, in the battle, the good Ogie had been injured by Team Weasel. So we go over and check on this gentle giant who they had revealed themselves to be, simply minding their own business and had interpreted us as threats because we were strangers in uh, their, uh, well, probably sacred ground. We heal the Ogie as a, a demonstration of goodwill. The expedition party is, after all, part diplomatic mission, and we must all remember this as we travel. And then, well, we saw something that I don't think we've really seen the likes of before. It's like pauses, is like the quieter part of the story, <laughs> where we step back and Yogi shows us what they came here to do. Which was they very gently led the elder down to lay down in the bone pit where it became apparent that they had come to uh, see the end of their life here. Um, do do uh, either of you guys want to take this one? Uh... Not particularly. Yogi went. Hmm? There you go. As they were leading the Ogi down into the bone pit, they just kind of. I don't know. They just got like. What? What do you, would you say is a good word for it? They just kind of like. I would say, that they moved on. It was like, their body. I was, um, was going to say they evaporated. <laughs> a bit of that too. It was like all the magic, magical force in their body. Uh, that happened before the fight. Uh, happened before the fight? Yeah. No, it didn't, did it? You did, yeah. No, be- because mm-hmm. we. it was the whole thing where like that was like the denouement of the scene, I thought. No, what happened was, like, oh. so you guys had the fight with the well, OG. Well, this is our very good story version of yeah. this. <laughs> okay. But, okay, yeah, you can, you can tell it this I'm way so if you sorry. want, but I do want to say that like this isn't how it happened. Yeah. Um, what sure. happened was you fought the Ogi the first time, and then you're like, come sit down with me. 
but that failed. And then they went and took care of their stuff. And, and then, yeah, and then, they, and then, yeah, and then they led the other Ogi down who mm-hmm. died. And you guys were like, well, that was sad. Yeah. And then Humphrey <laughs> showed up, which yeah. was like the what the fuck moment. <laughs> what happened? What happened? The like the like ending to this one was we like, have it on recording, though. So it's like it's OK. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know. I'm just I'm I said it's OK. I'm saying I'm explaining to you what actually <laughs> happened. So you guys know what actually happened. Um, yes. And then what actually happened at the end. Um, was it was like breathing heavily because it got hurt. So you guys gave your last healing potion to it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then like you guys helped it drink it. And then mm-hmm. it gave you the Yugen. Yes. Yes. So you can do the other one, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying like what actually happened. Yes. <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. get confused in the future if it ever. Yeah. I like the <laughs> other one for the storytelling purposes. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We, we restructured it. Yeah, this is our embellished version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lay down, like evaporated, um, like all the magic in their body was uh, firing all at once. And at the end, all that was left were those giant bones and a giant pink Yugen heart, which the still living Ogi gave to us as a sign of goodwill, much like we had given them our healing potion. And then we left because it wasn't our place. It was theirs. But one more thing before uh, the story ends, which is that they gave us a big wave goodbye and it was really cool. (laughs) It's like our our little first little secret. Yes. And you must promise to keep this story secret because. Well, we need Ogie's permission to tell it, really. <laughs> it's their story, too. <laughs> You're not asking me to keep this a secret from the board, are you? Oh, no, we already cleared that. We already told them. They they thought it was a really cool story. Except <laughs> about the Team Weasel part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, may- maybe don't mention the part with Team Weasel, though. <laughs> yeah, they're embarrassed, you know. <laughs> Why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> it, it's a it's an honor code sort of thing. No, uh, we 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 well, both. I think it would be mighty interesting for. I feel like Fallbrook would love to know, considering you know Cassius got involved with all this. <laughs> and you're saying she don't know? Nope. No, she wouldn't even be interested at that point. Like. She's already heard the story. There's nothing that could improve upon Insight. it. Yeah. <laughs> Insight. Okay, I'll roll deception against it. Or let's say uh, 18. Oh, well, I already know it failed, but I want to see how hard it cool. failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like trying to, trying to play it. it off to cast, like, it's not even, like, it wouldn't even make a difference. Fulbrook wouldn't even care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a whiz. Don't even mention um, it. Oh, it's a 10, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> Tarragon has been like gripping like their knees. Their legs are crossed. It's like, <laughs> oh, so it was it was a bit of a religious ceremony and end of life passing on. Yeah, it could have been oh. for sure. Oh, that's that's fascinating. I, I hadn't considered the, uh, the fact that creatures here might have customs or practices like that. That's this sounds very 
Um, beautiful. This would be a very beautiful story that you've told today. Thank you. Thank you. Carson's like tearing up. Oh, it's always it's always nice to know that even in the wilds of Renfrey, diplomacy is an option. Oh, remember that. What does Harrison think? Harrison's like looking at the ground, eyes wide as he's just his mind's going like million miles per second. Yeah. Oh my god, he's doing the Shinji scare. (laughs) (laughs) What you thinking about, bud? So this is like really their home, huh? Yeah. I didn't think about it like that. Didn't know they were like intelligent monsters. Are we encroaching on them? I I don't think I would say that we are. We're trying to be careful not to. Because we didn't think about this either until it happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But it definitely was an eye-opener. <laughs> Harrison looks at you with huge eyes <laughs> and nods. We, we have to be very respectful of yeah. Well said. <laughs> there is a lot of a lot of soul in this place. A lot of depth and history. It's like seeping out of the world. Do you feel that? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just fascinating. Two. <laughs> what is that now? Two intelligent species capable of complex communications. That's wow. I wonder why I haven't like formed any civilizations yet between like the Ogi and these cave dogs. I mean, they seem intelligent enough, and it's a bountiful place of resources. I'm surprised there's no like standing architecture infrastructure that we've seen so. Well, well, that's the thing, Guppy. That's the thing, Guppy. Look how much of the map nobody's been to before. <laughs> that's true. Guppy? But... <laughs> <laughs> You'd think, like, if we were just kind of running into intelligent species like this, and there's all these resources, you think this place would have been, like, brimming cities by now, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how many types of intelligent species there are out there Ogi seemed I don't think there was more than the two of them in a in that big radius of land gotta be gotta um there was like they were like walking between the tree we couldn't really even see them like they were just kind of like you know how like uh like a what else we can you and I we can um kind of fade into the the we world or you know like to. um <laughs> sorry um like we can fade into the world and also like gore um he's able to just kind of disappear turn invisible kind of especially when he's out in the woods mm. and um maybe that's just like there were lots of them and we just didn't see them mm. yeah 
Maybe you I, could have just been sitting around. Maybe if you have so much magic and resources, maybe you maybe you don't maybe you aren't as driven as other people to like make infrastructure if like oh if like everything is just provided for you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if we were like naked all the time? Just like I will not imagine off that. the trees. I'm, oh my I'm not god! Imagining that. <laughs> that a nudist now. I really have to imagine. <laughs> Reject modernity. <laughs> oh my god! Guppy's an eco-socialist. God, <laughs> the truth comes out. Anarcho-primitivist. That's that's correct, Guppy. I, uh, I I've been doing some thinking to myself when I first heard the story and with the cave dogs and everything, and I think it's fascinating. Maybe. Maybe we are blinded by uh, uh, our own pre- preconceived notions of society, and like maybe they, and possibly they have their own values. That's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty far, Cal. <laughs> if the air wasn't singing with magic right now, I'd. Do a prank on you with my dirt magic. <laughs> my rock magic. Singing with magic. I like oh, that come one. Come on, live a little. Yeah. No. <laughs> Cal looks at you. Oh, no. <laughs> Singing with magic. I'm going to need to remember that one. My that bird, Grendel. I count uh, Tasha's on Cal. <laughs> I don't want to damage him. I just want to make him laugh. <laughs> Okay, but you're gonna have to roll wild magic. For I that, know I am. You? Yeah. God. Wait, what are you doing? Rolling Tasha's. <laughs> I want to try and make him laugh with Tasha's. <laughs> okay. I want to take this risk. Oh my god! Was it less than a sixteen, Marigold? Dakota. It's a one. <laughs> I don't think I have anything for one. I don't think it's like I don't think like getting a nat one really does anything. That's cool. That's good. Um, it's yeah, it's already its own thing. Um, all right. Uh, wow, wild magic time, fun time. <laughs> uh, mechanics, wild magic. Uh, I need you to roll a. Uh, oh, so this is Tasha's. So that's warlock magic, right? Yes. Uh, wait, wait, no. We said, I think we switched it to rogue. Oh, did it's you? It's on my rogue list. It's okay. on, yeah, it's on my rogue list. All right, uh, roll 1d 136. <laughs> 26. 26? Um, yes. Can you, can you message that? Oh, it's just right there, I guess. Yes. Um, what is that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, I hope it's mild. I, I <laughs> color in the scene. You open a portal through space time. I, I wanted it to be fun. I want it to be something fun, and then I want. Oh, this is something fun. <laughs> I'm always glad when Dakota's silent. <laughs> it means that something it means that something good is going to happen. <laughs> So, uh, so, uh, what, what do you, so, de- describe what's happening before, right up to you casting this. Um, so, uh, Cal, like, I, I say, like, huh, I, I kind of, like, say something sardonic to Cal, and he's like, 
if the if the air wasn't singing with magic right now, I would cast a prank on you. And then Marigold says, oh, the, the air's singing with magic. I'll have to remember that next time I see a bard. And then I, um, she just like kind of imbues the words with magic a little. Like she's trying to make him chuckle, but it goes a little too far. Like she puts too much magic into it. This sucks. Yeah. How does magic feel for a warlock? Did we get around to that already? Um, so this is this is actually her innate magic. It's it's more like a half spell, like with the with the halfling's like prankishness and like telling mm-hmm. jokes. So um, this is what she did um, when we were in the basement, and she kind of panicked and was trying to like joke her way out. So it's kind of like it's kind of like getting into getting into trouble is the energy like you just don't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like laughing at oh, the teacher's okay, yeah. like telling you, you to like shut the fuck up. You feel like there's a line. You feel like there's a line, and then you just cross it. <laughs> and then you cast magic. <laughs> so you're imbuing the words of magic, huh? Yeah, like she doesn't even mean to. It just kind okay. of happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, as you do, as you do that, you say, uh, "So I'll have to remember that if there's a bard around." Yeah, I'll have to remember that next time I see a bard. Uh, as you finish that line with um, I see a bard, uh, with each word from out of your mouth appears a <laughs> a small, faintly glowing orb that flies out from your mouth in the direction of, of, of Cal, where they just swarm around him and stay in place, uh, anchored like a halo around his head. <laughs> She like, she like claps her hands over her mouth like she like goes up quickly and like investigating like she's completely forgotten about what we were just talking about <laughs> and she's like oh Cal you've got something on your head <laughs> yeah. you might just- want to get that checked out <laughs> Cal doesn't move. It's <laughs> just staring at you. Um, as you finish that, as as you say that, uh, the the glowing lights uh, start to fade away and disappear. Huh. Well, at least the mag- at least that solves the singing magic problem. <laughs> <laughs> now do a trick. <laughs> yeah. Now you can yeah, be a trick. <laughs> Roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, what, can you beat an eight? <laughs> yeah, I can beat an eight. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a 23, dude. <laughs> I'm broke. Um, as, you, as Terry says, do a prank. Um, you see Cal, uh, like, like, mouths. You can see, like, the corner of his mouth twitch. And you can, like, out of the corner of your eye, you can see, like, his hand make a m- quick movement. Um, and you start to feel the dirt underneath <laughs> your feet begin to fall away. How do you dodge out of it? I do, um, okay, like, uh, I fall on my knees and do a roll. I think this is something that I I know how to do from our training. Like, he has pulled this spell. This is his go-to spell. So I know how to dodge roll away from it. <laughs> nice. Um... Uh, Cal jumps to his feet and gets into, like, a dueling position and looks at you and, like, a a smirk draws at the side of his mouth and he says, your turn. 
<laughs> oh my god, hell yeah! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Marigold, she like, um, she does a roll and she gets up on like one knee and we have this kind of shot, just like the side of her face. Very kind of anime moment. She's like smirking and her hair is still kind of moving. And um, she puts a hand to her necklace and then like puts a hand out quickly. Um, I'm going to look at my spells really quickly. Um, okay, because I haven't really cast Eldritch Blast on him before. Hey, where is this fight happening? <laughs> we were just like in the in campsite the- and, and it's in the middle of the camp. Like, <laughs> Terragon stands up and they're like, just like kind of panicking like, oh my goodness, is this supposed to be happening? They were throwing rocks at today and now they're, now they're doing magic on each other. Maybe this is cool. Maybe this is what the kids are into these days. This is how they stay sharp. I don't just don't know anymore. Okay, Jeremy <laughs> sneaks another shot think- from the whiskey bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you and Carson like sitting next like you get close like you go over to Carson's like rock and sit down and yeah. you know, start like taking swings. I, I figured speak. we were like already like started out sitting next to each other. Oh did you? Okay, yeah. I gotcha. As soon as Carson is Terami, and then on the other side of Carson is Terrison, and next to Terami is Terragon. I think as soon as Cal says like um your turn, I think Cass is gonna get up and say, now hold on. <laughs> Take it a little further away. You don't want to get us caught in the crossfire. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to see if I have any like movement-oriented spells. Yeah, um, Cass is like, yeah, uh, t- t- take this away! And Marigold's like, oh no, it'll be over in a second. And I want to take out my paralysis rod that they keep on me and try and paralyze Cal. Alright. Um... Ooh, shoot. I don't know if I have the updated note. Yes, I do. Um, Spell save 10 plus intelligence bonus. 10 plus intelligence bonus? Yeah, and my intelligence is plus 2. One second. Do I have my proficiency? One oh, no, plus my sp- no, sorry, plus my spell save DC. You have to beat a 13. Hello? Oh, I keep hearing you come up here and wondering if you're like looking for someone. It doesn't say if it's constitution or not. It's probably constitution, right? <laughs> the fem boots, I can hear them at my door. <laughs> Rapping at my chamber door. Never more, never more. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> no, this is great. This is good. This is good camping antics. Oh, uh, what happened? I see paralysis. What did you roll? I don't need to roll. You need to make a save. Oh, so it's an intelligence save, or it doesn't say on my notes. I guess it's your call. If if it's, I I would imagine it's Constitution. Yeah, I'm gonna imagine it's Constitution. Let me. Find yeah, it. I'll put I'll put that. I'll I'll say Constitution in the note. He can beat that. He's a fucking dwarf. <laughs> oh, that's in season one, right? Shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not cha- weren't we changing up how we do save rolls? I thought that was just for armor class. It's only for armor class, yeah. Oh, okay. Thought I guess for guessing here. Paralysis wand. Uh, target if you uh, uh, wand has three targets on it. 
The target must succeed on a saving throw versus the user's spell save, DC 10 plus int bonus, if not spellcaster, if you're for a minute. Yeah, it doesn't say. I'm going to say constitution. That makes sense. Yeah, con against 13, and then I'm going to roll and see if it breaks. It doesn't. Fine. Um, cool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. 22. Oh, <laughs> 22, Damn. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, uh, don't worry, this will be over soon. And she, like, with great gusto, points the paralysis rod at him, sends the starlight out, and... I, I, think, it, like, I, I think it, like, I think, like, it hits him, like, in the chest, like, where his Yugen is, and you just kind of see it, like, bounce off and fizzle out. Um. <laughs> eyebrows raised, like, ooh! <laughs> Cal, like, makes a... 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 a dodgy motion and like starts to like run outside of the camp um but as he does so um just making sure this works the way that i think it works can i be dashing as a can i be dashing as a bonus action like 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 i see that it fails and i'm already trying to turn run yeah (laughs) like in the same direction yeah that just means you move right or do you get like yeah. bonuses? Is this... No, it just means I move. All right. Um, I guess it would be a, it would be a bonus action to disengage, and then I'm also to run. Uh, make a make a make a. We only have to disengage if you're like melee fighting. Um, sure. Make a strength saving throw. Um. No. Five. Five. Yeah. Five. I don't think this is gonna. Yeah, twenty-two. <laughs> um, as you, um, as you guys like running parallel to each other, like kind of like uh, like torsos turned to each other and staring each other down. Um, Hal, Hal, moving castle. Uh, Hal with uh, his right hand, like just kind of like rips it up into the air with like a claw motion, and the, again the earth between your feet, uh, underneath your feet starts to rumble, and before you're able to make any reaction, a fist almost identical to Cal's comes flying out of the ground and grasps you tightly um, around your essentially your whole body, and you're stuck and grappled by this thing. Um, <laughs> uh, that's no fair! <laughs> oh wow! Way to go, Cal! <laughs> Cal does like a like twirls his arm and does a bow <laughs> to the camp. <laughs> she, like claps pops a little and bit. like blows a strand of hair out of her. Face. <laughs> um, as he bows, the uh, uh, the hand lets go and molts back into the earth. <sighs> I finally Dust got one. <laughs> yeah, Cal, you finally got one. <laughs> I guess being out in the out in the real world really teaches you something. Keeps you out of think on your toes. See, you shouldn't be so stuffy. I'm gonna punch his arm lightly. <laughs> you kill. <laughs> <laughs> Are they always like this? Are you all always like this? <laughs> Should we oh, not be? There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with a little. Uh, magic dueling? I think it it's probably good for them. Don't you uh, uh, duel with anyone yourself? You're a magic fellow, after all? Um, well, at the Abbey, we had an odd number of people. 
So they would always uh, pair up for dueling, and I would just kind of watch. <laughs> well, it seems like you need a partner. Maybe we could spar sometime. Uh, 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 Cass, you... Well, of course, of course, I would, I would, uh, I would love to partake in the uh, customs of the caravan party, and I will be good at it. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure you would. <laughs> oh, good, good stuff. <laughs> How late is it at this point? It's so late. It's late. Oh, I should, I should have been rolling for a while, Magic. <laughs> it's so late. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> We've just been doing bullshit yeah. late yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Cal, like, stretches real big. What's my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm off to bed. Uh, no need to keep it down on account of me. I... I sleep as soundly as a rock. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. <laughs> All right, then on that note, I, be- I have a, something I'd like to discuss. Uh, mainly just... How, we're taking shifts, aren't we? I figured I could stay up for a few hours in the night, but I'm needing my sleep, so who wants to stay up after me and to keep watch? Oh, she's a... Shift sound. Oh, of course, of course, I'll do it. Steps in front of to try and take take the next one. You just want to look at the moon. <laughs> well, it is when my magic is at its uh, peak potential, of course, uh, without being interrupted by any solar influences. But it simply is the most logical and. Uh, correct decision to have a cleric of saloon be presiding over your uh, rest. <laughs> well then, if you don't mind, I would like to... I'll take the first shift. You uh, rest up however it is that you uh, know y'all elves don't sleep. Some, some strange about you, but... <laughs> That's not Fun entirely time. true. Um, yes, yeah, so that's a, that's a that's a a, 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 misunderst- a cultural misunderst- misunderstanding. Uh, we, we 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 meditate. To, uh, we can get into this later. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be spending a lot of time with each other, I'm sure. Enjoy the evening air, Cass Valor. <laughs> <laughs> Think I will. Terrison, Lots of excitement tonight. <laughs> Terrace and walks past Cass and it's like. Only baby elves sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Did shit, I hear that? <laughs> Catching yeah. Jeremy saying that's not true. I think he's going to say, like, that one over there, a baby. <laughs> oh my. Biggest of them all. <laughs> Kill him. There's a great smile as in heights in his, in his tent. <laughs> oh, so Love it. <laughs> Carson starts like putting out the fire <laughs> and putting stuff away. I help. Oh, wait, it's, <laughs> he's kind of drunk. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, make sure you drink water. Make sure you stay hydrated. Get yourself to bed. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night, everyone. Good night, caravan. <laughs> Good night, caravan. <laughs> Good night, saloon. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that was their favorite book growing up. <laughs> their favorite bedtime story. Nice <laughs> oh my oh god. Oh my god. Oh good. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> and wow. gently everyone except for Cass uh, retires to their beds in their tents and sleep if they can. I think Sludge would keep Guppy up for a while. <laughs> just <Yeah>. chatting. Aw. <laughs> That's cute. Aw. It's just like quietly chatting in their tents. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just hope you're excited for like the adventure. Like stuff like giggles. that. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> More extra stories from like the fucking uh, what's been going on. Like yeah. retellings or just like things she may have forgotten over the month. Doing yeah. magic tricks like, with oh, cave dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this one time Jeremy got stuck in a spider web and I lit it on fire. <laughs> he screamed, nothing is fine. <laughs> Cass, make a perception check. Uh-huh. All right. Big man gets the big die. Oh my god. Oh shit, that's a good roll. <laughs> what what does it do for me? The perception? Um Oh, that's gonna be a twenty-three. Damn, nice. Hell yeah. Um yeah, you are new to the job and fully alert. Um, as I'm sure you will always be. But with the newness of the job, you are taking special interest in <clears throat> having a smooth first night. And a smooth and a smooth first night it is. Uh, not much happens as as it tends to happen on guard duty, uh, but you are find yourself in an unfamiliar place, surrounded by unfamiliar animals, hearing the different hootings and chirpings of insects and birds like around you, but uh, nothing that draws a sense of danger from you. Um, you you. Wait out the night, uh, probably like four hours. I'm assuming, yeah, four hours. Yeah, <clears throat> um, and you are replaced by Tarragon. Um, I think Tarragon has like, um, yeah, no, they're definitely still wearing their armor. Mm-hmm. They have like a, like a meditation mat that they lay out mm-hmm. and go to the edge of camp where they can um have a a good view of like. The valley below, which is maybe still lit by the moon at night. I don't know if it's like getting to like the wee hours yet, or if it's well, like if in we the middle up, of the night. If we were going to be up late, I figure like late would be like ten, eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's maybe like three a.m. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like the wee hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> set up, lay out, and just kind of f- fold their legs and like. <sighs> Take a deep breath and just <laughs> get very focused. Like throw their brow, like looking out. Like oh, I haven't been on watch in a while, but I'm very watchful. <laughs> uh, make a perception check. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Yes. Nice. Um, about an hour into. Uh, your watch. Um, same thing with uh, uh, Cass. You are more. Oh, you're. You've been run free for 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 a spell, um, but probably not outside in the wilds. So this is maybe your first time 
really being in that Renfrey nature and just observing how beautiful this hill and mountain landscape looks bathed solely in the light of Saloon. Uh, it gives everything a angelic and mysterious and, to you, comforting uh, property. Um, <clears throat> an hour into the night, you hear one of the tent flaps open and close, and then the shuffle of very soft feet approach you. Um, if you look behind you, you see Harrison in these uh, uh, baggy, uh, soft linen clothes. Um, he's standing behind you and just kind of looking up at, into the moon quietly. Um, Tarragon quietly gets to their feet, just, um, yeah. And then uh, quietly gets to their feet and turns to look up at the moon, kind of standing side by side with Terrison. <laughs> well, lovely, as she is night after night, ever uh, watching over us. Don't you think? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've always uh, kind of looked up to the moon, <laughs> as people do. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I haven't really, I haven't really uh, met any really religious people before. My dad really likes Sylvan. Tara Maya really likes Sylvanas. <laughs> oh, I know. I've seen the costumes. Don't even, don't even start. I've seen it. <laughs> I mean, we should fruit. get him out here. We should get him out east. He would have a wonderful time at the festivals. <laughs> oh, I bet he would love. Did you see? Did you? Did you see that Sylvanas? They totally ripped it off. I know. <laughs> I thought I, they've been doing it for years. Uh, the first time. I, I tried to tell them they wouldn't take it. <laughs> Do you hear Saloon? If that makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. Many um uh many a faithful speak of how they hear uh the voice of their god in their head, in their heart, in their soul. Uh, but but not everyone. I do not. I do not hear her voice. She does not speak to me in words, but um, I feel her. <laughs> uh, uh, not to be uh, too cliche, but I feel her when I work my healing magic, when I meditate here, when I feel I have done her proud. <laughs> And they smile a little bit, like like a. It's kind of a reserved thing. Like it, it feels very genuine. They're not putting it on. Yeah. And that, yeah. that is. That is how it is for me. It is different for everyone. <laughs> Harrison nods along. I. I mean, I shouldn't disparage other people's beliefs, but I. Think I can connect more to that than what other people say. 
I never really like hear voices, you know, from like gods or whatever. And you think that living the polter life out in the woods in nature, it's like probably the best place to hear gods of nature, at least. And they're not religious, but like, why wouldn't they want to talk to me? But not to say that I'm worth talking to, but I guess it's good to hear that not maybe gods don't speak that way. Maybe the world doesn't speak that way. Yes. Maybe the world speaks in a different way. Maybe it doesn't need to speak at all, but it can still communicate and it can still be connected to. Uh, Terrison, would um, would you like to sit with me and look out upon the, the world we find ourselves in? <laughs> they kind of gesture to the, where they've set up on the edge of this cliff, so they have a good view of the um, terrain below. <laughs> Terrison ponders it, and then takes a sit on the mat, sits down on the nap, mat, mat, on the mat, uh, cross-legged. I always like a good, a good look. <laughs> yes, good look. <laughs> uh, you guys spend the rest of your night in silence, or at least Harrison doesn't say anything. Um, and you just sit there for for three hours. Um, <laughs> 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 at least Harrison does, um, just observing the world quietly. Until the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, t- um, Tarragon also sits in silence. It's um, it's a it's a ju- it's like a peaceful silence. Mm-hmm. It's not it's ac- it's not an awkward silence. <laughs> nice, right? Um, unless oh. unless Terrison like picks up a bug or like observes something, then there's like nothing really to comment on. <laughs> yeah, not I think really. During that, oh, sorry. Cool. I think I think during that time, Sludge would come out of her tent. And just be like, just go hunt for mushrooms. The <laughs> <laughs> cryptid. She's not sleeping. Uh, if they look, she'd probably it. just like relay that to them. Just like, I go look for mushrooms. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, enjoy the mushroom lunch. <laughs> like half heart, half assed salute and walk away. Um, Terrison gets up and starts to follow you. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! Yes, a forage master, forage away. (laughs) Late low salute that like Sludge just did, but like kind of also half fast, but in a different way. Like they're trying really hard and can't get it right. Just stand. Sludge, make a survival check. No kadoki. Survival or nature. Uh, survival because you're like looking in the woods for these things. Foraging. Foraging. Okay. But you get advantage because it's mushrooms. Okay. Alright, advantage. I'm rolling this one too. Much better. A 14. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> survival. Survivor. Where is it? What the fuck? Oh, no, it's a 16. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, you start to uh, look around. Um, for mushrooms in the vicinity, uh, Terrison's like following you with like a ten foot gap, 
um, as he just kind of like quietly watches you <laughs> um, as you go about your business and look for things, look for your mushies um, under the normal spots along trees in damp, cool areas. Um, <clears throat> um, and in your search, you notice a faint, faint light. Uh, like a a, almost a lime green light peering out from under the nook of a tree or like where like this almost burrow of a tree uh tree roots are and looking inside you find a mound of glowing green small petite mushrooms in, in a mass um what i find these. It's gonna like No, it's not often that you see a glowing mushroom. I'm gonna be like, wow, that's fucking neat. Um I'm just gonna like turn around and be like, hey, come here. There's a uh Terrison. Mm-hmm. Terrison comes up to you silently. It's like, dude, check this shit out. It's glowing mushrooms. But don't touch it, because like it could get all fucked up, but like it's cool shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think they glow like that? I don't know. Do you know about mushrooms? Yeah, I do, don't I? I, I, I yeah. <laughs> like, actually forgets for a moment. <laughs> You're the for a you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought maybe you'd know something. Dare me to eat one? What? Do you dare me to eat one? I'm gonna eat one. I'm gonna eat one. <laughs> Terrison smiles and like nods his head at you. There's like antagonistic music playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking evil circus music. <laughs> Just gonna eat one of the mushrooms. Um, Make a constitution saving throw. Oh okay. no. <laughs> I really do? This is magic mushrooms? What? Uh no 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 uh no not not for that just make a make a constitution saving throw it's not because well, you're eating it cool cool well I'm using tides of, can I I've rolled but can I please use tides of chaos <laughs> yeah yeah I think you can use tides of chaos whenever okay because I don't want that in that one <laughs> <laughs> are you shitting me. Did you get another nat one? It's a nat one! <laughs> no way! Do you guys use Tides of Chaos? It's, I think, like once per day. Once per round. once per day! This is so awful! I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I it's cannot meant, believe this. It was meant, meant to be. be. <laughs> it's meant to be. <laughs> Fucking meant to be. I got, I got a nat one. God wanted you to fail. Um, god wanted me to fail. Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you're wearing goggles, so oh, oh, it's reduced, but it still sucks. Um, <laughs> um, as you reach out and pluck a mushroom, uh, as you snap it from its stamen, it just a blinding light emits from a literally blinding light emits from all of the mushrooms as they sense danger and they Aww. and like. Just shotgunned out of this hole, just this beam oh of God. light fires out. Um, oh. Terrison was quick enough to like to like uh, pull the hat, his big uh, his, the hat that's too big for him, 
over his eyes. Thank God. <laughs> but Sludge, you were just sitting there, eyes wide open. <laughs> Luckily with goggles, but eyes still wide open as this flash <laughs> blinds you. <laughs> it's like in fucking Lord of the Rings when the gates of Mordor open in Return of the King and it's just that green column in the darkness that can be, that can be seen from the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, this is probably gonna hurt like looking at the sun. Just like the sun is just placed right in front of my eyes or, or is it like um, <laughs> it's really dark and you accidentally take a picture with a flash on. Yeah. The second one, yeah? yeah? Yeah, the second one. So am I like... Okay, so my night vision has just kind of been fucked. But I, I'm, I'm a night elf. I'm, I'm a wood elf, so I should... <laughs> We're night elf, damn it. <laughs> wow now. Wow now. Um, I'm a wood elf, so I should have like dark vision anyway, but I'm gonna... How does this affect my vision? Am I You're just, just like, blind. Like... You can't see. For how long? You don't know. You're just blind, dude. <laughs> Maybe maybe you should find your healer. <laughs> they fixed your eyes once already. Terrison removes uh, the cap from his eyes and looks down at you, just sitting there motionless. It's like a fucking. Okay? <laughs> um, man, I so I can't see shit now. Um, don't touch those. I'm just gonna like point in a random direction. Like, don't touch those. Uh, in the meantime, can you please go get? Oh, I don't want to wake up Cass. I don't want to. Can you lead me back to Tarragon? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, oh um, you hear Terrison scrounging around for a second, and then you hear him at your side again. Okay, um, and he like holds your hand and starts to lead you out of the woods. <laughs> or not out of the woods, but just um, out of this, like... Out this of the little grove area. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there, there's no woods. It's just like a stand... There's just like some standalone trees around here that do not impede movement, so they're not... Um, <laughs> um, so, you're like, yeah, they, like... He, like, leads you... He leads you out uh, back to the camp to uh, Tarragon. Um, the sun has started to come up now, and there's like, and there's a uh, pink filter on everything. Um, I can't see it. I think on the yeah. way back, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna ask Ter- Terrace. I'm just like, do you think you could lead me back there when yeah. I'm good? Awesome, because yeah, I need to get myself some way. of those. I'm used to getting lost in the woods. <laughs> Yo, Sam. <laughs> Um, yeah, you guys get to the woods. Uh, Tarragon? Tarragon's been, like, on the cliff, and they're just, like, taking in, like, a deep breath of the morning air. Like, slowly turn, like, oh, I'm bonding with Teramaya's son, and I'm getting settled in. I'm start tr- training with Cass tomorrow. It's going to be a good day. Slowly turn. Oh, hello! Is everything well? I'm blind. I'm oh blind. my goodness. Oh, my saloon! <laughs> rush over. Again? Well, this time it's, it's like, all blind. Okay, so, let me tell you. All blind. So it's yeah, like, all blind. Yeah, so I had, uh, 
I had Harrison lead me back. We found really cool mushrooms. They were glowing, and I touched it, and then the it was shot. Did you? I couldn't eat the mushroom because it blinded me. <laughs> uh, you hear, you hear, you feel a hand over your hand, um, and then it pulls away, and you feel something soft and wet in it. Uh, something firm, soft, and wet in it, and spongy. <laughs> and Harrison says, "Now's your chance." <laughs> Well, if I only have the one, I can make more. I'm gonna stick it in my um. No, 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 no! I, I, I got them all. I grabbed them before we went. Oh, you did? Yeah. And you didn't get blinded? Nah. <laughs> I think they ran. King. I think they ran out of like light juice or something. Oh, light juice. And the mushrooms <laughs> blinded you with light juice. Oh my I god! See. We have like we have mushrooms that make you deaf, and now mushrooms that make you blind. Oh, oh, oh. So, so it just status. Conditions uh, for, for everyone. Well, yeah, I mean, like some some grant death, some grant deafness, oh, some grant okay. blindness. So, some so not only not only are you going to blow all my second level spell slots for lesser restoration, you're going to need me to bring out the third level. If I see how it is, I'm going to cast lesser restoration. <laughs> is he getting is he getting saucy with me right now? <laughs> they're, they're just like so frazzled. They're just like. Is he getting saucy though? Is he like being? Yeah, no, they're they're talking themselves. Of course. So, there, oh, sorry. Like, of course, of course, this is happening. Uh, I'm up to the challenge. They're so not level one spell okay. slot, okay. huh? Uh, no, level two. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, cool. That means you don't have to roll for wild magic. I'm joking. You have to roll for wild magic. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> is that one? Twelve. Uh, you activated wild magic. <laughs> you have a minus eleven to your modifier. <laughs> for stress. Yeah, sorry, it's, it's a plus twenty D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you. Uh, yeah, no, tell me what happens. Um, they like. Um, could you please take your goggles off? We've had. A... This is going to be a regular thing, isn't it? Isn't it, uh, Sludge? Well, this is the second time in. What two days? Week. Yes, so that would be one per day. <laughs> ah, it's going to be a, a no. It's fine. Listen, listen. It's... If I apply, if I apply myself, I can totally not do this. But we're doing this, so let's just focus on the now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just last a little bit. Take off deep... my goggles. Put them on my forehead. <sighs> what do my eyes look like right now? They just. Oh, what. Okay, uh, your pupils are very dilated. <laughs> Just sucking uh, in as much light as they can. <laughs> uh, yeah, your your pupils are, like, dilated, and uh, there's, like, some, like, blood vein, some shot blood veins in your eyes. You yeah, see, what's I... it look like? What? What's it look like? Like, what, no, what I'm you... asking them. Oh, well, it doesn't look good. Um... It's... But does it look cool? No, it doesn't. No, no, it, it doesn't look cool. cool. No, it doesn't look cool to me. I don't. I don't think that being injured is cool. I would. Uh, Dude, me... being injured is super cool. I'm gonna lift up my shirt. Be like, look at all these scars I got. Okay, we're gonna get into this later. I'm going to heal you. You. <laughs> I'll raise their um, medallion up to the moon, which is still in the sky, um, and. Um, heal sludge as they did 24 hours earlier. Well, that was a week ago. <laughs> that was a week ago. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. As as they did the previous time. 
this sucks. What happened yesterday? <laughs> I like to imagine like every time concussion from Paragon, they're like every time they see each other, Tyrion's like, I have set aside a cast of lesser restoration for Sludge because she needs it more than anyone else. <laughs> this one's reserved. Uh, sorry, the seat's taken. <laughs> Tarragon, you, you, after casting your magic saloon powers with your medallion, you see Tarrison, like, puppeting you, holding up an invisible and non-existent medallion to the moon and trying to cast magic, and lowers their arms and looks at you. It didn't work. <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, my brother attacked me. Uh, <laughs> that's that's really that's really cute. Um, Harrison puts her hands on then, and Tarragon just kind of pauses, like like they just they just don't really know what to say. Like they haven't really had like a protege before. I think <laughs> they haven't been allowed to <laughs> usually. <laughs> like, oh, well. I'm gonna put a pin in that, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work with that. This is something I can work with. I'm like, excited internally. Oh. No. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, did you want to continue that scene? Um, I, I can see now. Right? dinner soon. Yeah, you, um, you could see now. <laughs> yeah. I think like people are starting to wake up now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just, just gonna be like, oh, as soon as I can say, just like, thank you, thank you again. I'm gonna try to not do that because, like, whenever I stop, whenever I get tired of using spells, I get like, feel like kind of empty inside. Hey, oh, that's very challenging. It's very challenging to hear. We've been talking about it late. Oh, you're gone. Damn. Sorry. Sorry. My family keeps yelling at me. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, let's end it here then. Oh, no, uh, we can just wrap it up. I'll just go down in like five. Um, <laughs> uh, please try. <laughs> I promise I'll try. Thank you. And they walk away. <laughs> this is very. I think Terragon, out of everyone, get very frazzled around Slay. <laughs> Wonder why? Not because they dislike them, just because they're like, this Perplexed. is the person who... This is a person who thinks that death is cheap. <laughs> that's that's a lot to deal with. <laughs> I don't, like, need to... happened yet. I don't need to, like, do a whole thing about it, but I think, like, as Terrison is, like, walking away or, like, back to his tent or whatever, Terry's, like, walking out of his. He's like, oh, good morning, Terrison! (laughs) (laughs) Sludge is blind. What? It's fine now. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They start, like, scattering bird seed. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, um, but it's fine now. You say, okay. And then Terrison holds out some mushrooms to you. Awesome. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's the session. Yeah, that's the session. Oh, Terrison. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Terrison just is gonna get mentored by everyone in the caravan. Yeah. And they're, they're gonna like. That's why Terrison's so everything. fucking smart. <laughs> Terrison's like, oh, things people are good at, finally. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> Finally, something that isn't bird catching. Now I can Just learn. Soaking up everything. <laughs> oh god. He's such a good boy. <laughs> I know your expectations of me have been a little higher. But if I said them I would last, then I would be a liar. I wanna make you happy, but if I end up lost, what's the cost? supposed to do I'm a smart school this hard and I know in my heart that I'm far from a star but I want to keep entertaining you I know that I've been lucky to have the people who surround me I want to fly too close to the sun but they have kept me grounded but I don't want to stay Cut. Yeah, let's go.